Welcome to the Ark Church Podcast. On here, you'll find all of our Sunday and Wednesday messages, as well as classes and special services. If you would like more information about the Ark Church, visit us at thearkchurch.com or download our app available to all app stores. Our heart for you is that you would live for God, grow stronger, and make a difference. Enjoy. Let's, uh, let's pray, and then we're going to jump into, we're, we're talking about how to pray. We're going to continue that. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that we have this opportunity. Thank you, Lord, you have blessed us with a building that's air-conditioned and comfortable. Thank you, Lord, that we have room to reach out to other people and reach kids and reach people all over our area. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Thank you, Father, that we just are, are able to have quality worship and a time that we can spend together, that we can, we can broadcast and go, and go live stream, that we can go on television. Thank you for what you've enabled us to do. And thank you for a message that changes lives. We appreciate that. So we, we just open our hearts up tonight. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Our, our text has been the Lord's Prayer. We've been talking about prayer. We've talked about the fact that with the Lord's Prayer, maybe you learn how to pray it verbatim. You can pray it verbatim. I'm talking about it more along the lines of a pattern of prayer. But let's look at it here again in, in Matthew 6. You want to pray that we can, we can say this together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I don't know about you. I know this one more in King James English than I do. I do. That, that kind of messes me up. But it's still the Bible. But it, it's, if you know it that way. Now, here's the deal. You can pray that prayer. That is a wonderful prayer. You can pray that prayer. You can, you can pray it on the way to work. You can pray. But you can also pray it, and Jesus gave it, and we can also look at it and expand it and pray it as a pattern. So in other words, we begin to use it as a pattern for prayer. So you can do that. It can take you just, just a few seconds. I think, I think Dr. Mark Rutland wrote a book called 23 Seconds that you can pray that prayer, but you can also begin to take that prayer and then begin to, to build on it. And so you're having a, a time of fellowship with the Lord. And so just to recap real quickly, uh, recap, we talked about the pattern of prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So we start with praise and an acknowledgement of God. It's good to acknowledge God. Good to acknowledge how good he is, how, how big he is. So you can always start with praise. You can always just thank God. You know, for those of you who have received the Lord as your Savior, what a wonderful thing to do is just thank him that you are saved. Sometimes we forget that, take that for granted, but what a blessing. So where hallowed be your name, we could start with praise and worship. Your kingdom come, your will be done. So we're praying about things that concern God's kingdom. Here's, here's where it's easy to go offline. Here's where it's easy to immediately go, Lord, thank you, Lord, you're wonderful, you're good. I've got these problems. And a lot of times that's, that's what prayer is. But we don't want to just simply make prayer problems. We want to make prayer a, it's a relationship. If we're learning how to do it, you can speak to God in your, however you speak, he understands. You don't have to add anything. You don't have to speak King James English. You can speak normal Texan or Southern, or if you're from somewhere else, whatever you speak. And so, uh, but you can speak normal to him. But it's so easy to be, it immediately go to what's pressing on us. But Jesus said, pray, Lord, your kingdom come. So we begin to pray about the things that concern God's kingdom, God's will being done. This, there was a, a verse that the, the Lord showed me when, when the church started. 
And, and actually, Joy brought it back and was praying with the staff in Ezekiel 34. Here's just a good example of praying for, um, of how to pray you can pray for the church and how you can pray for God's kingdom. Now, now, in Ezekiel, the prophet Ezekiel in the Old Testament is speaking to what they call the shepherds, but he's talking about, basically he's talking about spiritual leaders in Israel. And he's, he's getting on them. So th this has a, a negative thing, but we're going to turn it. So I want you to leave the verse up there. You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. He's talking to shepherds. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flock. That was a shepherd's job to feed the flock. He said, the weak you've not strengthened, nor have you healed those who were sick, nor bound up the broken, nor brought back what was driven away, nor sought what was lost, but with force and with cruelty you've ruled them. You can go to the next one. So they were scattered. <laughs> so they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and on every high hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth so that no one was seeking or searching for them. If you would go back to that first page, if you could. Now, when I read this, I read this as, as an indictment or really an instruction to pastors that my job is to feed the flock, is to feed. You say, well, feed what? What, what I'm doing tonight is by teaching, it's, it's feeding. Obviously, I'm not going to feed you Frito pies, <laughs> uh, but, but feed spiritual things. Does that make sense? So, we feed spiritual things, but then, but then what, what the Lord showed me right when we started this church was, here's what we're to do. One, we're to feed. The second thing is that we, we strengthen those who are weak. We heal those who are sick. We bind up those who have been broken. We bring back what was driven away. How many people do you know right now are out of church because somebody hurt them in church? Or they got hurt with church, or they got hurt with organized religion, and I understand it. And a lot of bad things happen, especially in the name of the Lord. But how many people have been driven away? And what the Lord says is you bring, you go back for those who are driven away and you seek for the lost. And we don't lead with force and cruelty, you lead with love and by example. So a, a way to pray, and, and this is what Joy had our staff praying, is Lord help us to feed Help us to strengthen those who were weak. Help us to heal those who were sick, to bind up people who've been broken. How many broken-hearted people are out there? You know, that's the job of the church. So many people are broken. So many people are looking for answers. And what we have to, to say it, and to say it not arrogantly and not, not with a, an attitude, but we, we want to say, guys, we can help. We know a healer. We know a helper. We know someone who can absolutely change your life and turn things around and can heal your broken heart where nobody else can. So this is, what are we doing? We're praying, this is the will of God. You know God's will is that people who are out of church right now come back. So here's something you can do. Pray this week about someone maybe you know who's out of church and invite them back. The worst thing they can do is tell you no. That's it. They will not kill you. They will not bite your head off. The worst thing they can do is say no. But how many people out there think no one cares and all you have to do is ask them? Would you pray about that? That was not a rhetorical question. How was that? That, that, that was a nice...
would you pray? Say, Lord, would you, would you lead me to someone or send me to someone? And then we seek for those who are lost. And if you know people who don't know the Lord, always invite them. I was so thrilled at, at, at Easter where we, we knew around 250 decisions uh, were, were made that we could count. And there's a lot of people that, you know, when they raised their hands, kind of like. <laughs> and so we're just thrilled. Guys, we ought to always be thrilled that people come to the Lord. Always be thrilled. If we, listen, if we ever lose our heart for lost people, we have lost our viability as a church. Then we become a club. And we are not going to be a club. We are, we are planted here for a reason. We are planted here to be a light and a blessing and to open our doors and tell them we don't care where you come from. We don't care what your background is. We don't care what you're messed up in now. Come on in. And we will love you and we will point you to somebody who can get you straightened out. Your enthusiasm is overwhelming. <laughs> the challenge is, is once we, get, once we come to salvation, we like to kind of keep things, well, we don't want to let certain people in. You were certain people yeah. <laughs> until someone reached you. And so, praying the will of God. Here's the second thing. Give us this day our daily bread. Well, that's the third thing. It's right to ask God for the things that you need. It's also right to ask for the spiritual things you need for the day. It's a word. Lord, what, what are you speaking to my heart? Time after time, I'll just sit down sometimes in the evening and, and read my Bible. My morning time is usually my best time. But sometimes just sitting down in the evening and reading. And, and the, the Holy Spirit will highlight something to me that the Lord is talking to me about. It's a word. And so you can ask for daily bread. I want to talk and, and launch into the next part of this pattern because it's really important. He said, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and deliver and lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Let's talk a little bit about that. Forgive us. There is initial forgiveness when we receive Jesus as our savior. There's an initial level of forgiveness. When we made Jesus our Lord, we were forgiven. Paul's, when the Lord appeared to Paul in a vision and gave him a, a really an assignment and you see it in Acts chapter 26 Paul is recounting it years later he said the Lord spoke to him he said I have sent you to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power or authority of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me leave it up there just for a second just, really this is what this is what happens to folks to open their eyes you, you can't make someone open their eyes you can preach truth you can preach the light and people's eyes can open and they can turn from darkness to light. They can turn from the power of Satan or the authority of Satan to God. Do you realize when you made Jesus your Lord, Satan no longer has any authority over your life. Amen. That ended when you made Jesus your Lord, that you may receive forgiveness of sins. That you may receive. Only through Jesus can we receive forgiveness of sins. And so the forgiveness of our sins is that initial when we say forgive us. So that's the initial. So our sins of the past are forgiven and we're new in Christ. It, you know, it's real good. Some people may not forget your sins. God does. There are people that you see and maybe you see them, they're like, uh, I remember what you were. I remember what you did. Someone was telling me the other day, he said, man, I was, people called me and, and they were calling me up and they said, where are you, where are you going? Man, let's, let's get together. He said, no, I'm going to church. They said, church. So you're going to, you are going to church? Evidently he was around her. 
in his, uh, his life. He said, is, 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 are the, is it on fire? And uh, they were, they, he was so bad, they thought no one was, everyone's redeemable. And so he had made a change and he had turned and, uh, and God had done a good work in him. So people may not forget your sins, God will. Forgiveness also, if we need forgiveness when we miss it after we already are new creations in Christ. Now this is, this is where I think sometimes depending on your, your background and your denominational background or how you were taught, if you weren't taught, then this won't be a problem for you. But some people thought that you had to get saved over and over and over again. I won't ask for a show of hands, but some of you came from that, that group where if you, if you went to church and okay, you got right and then you, during the week you missed it. And if Jesus came back, you weren't going. And so you say, some people are raised like, oh yeah. So some people live in complete fear that I have to get born again, again, and again, and again. My, my pastor was John Osteen, and he said in the Baptist circles he ran in, he was big on rededicating. He said he rededicated his life till he wore out his rededicator. But, uh, <laughs> but here's the key. When we miss it as a Christian, we're, we're not having to get born again, again. What we're having to do is to simply get forgiven. Jesus is saying, forgive us. So it's a good thing to pray, forgive us. 1 John 1, 9, uh, this is a well-known verse. If you don't know this one, this is great. If we confess our sins, Paul, uh, John wrote this to the church. He was writing to believers. He wasn't writing to the world. He's writing to believers. He said, if we confess our sins, he, Jesus, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us. I've used this, this story before, but I've got new people here, so you haven't heard all of my stories. We can number them one day and I'll just give you a number and you can laugh, but here's the story. When, when Matt was, uh, Matt was my outside kid. Michael was my inside kid. Michael was my gamer. Uh, Matt was my run through the woods and, and be a wild man. And uh, he could, we're eating, we're eating one day and we couldn't reach Matt. We called him. This was, this, now I know this is gonna freak out some of your parents. There used to be a time when, when kids actually didn't leave home with a cell phone. And it was kind of like, when we ring the bell, you come home. And they would stay gone. I used to stay gone for hours. Anybody remember come home when it's dark? <laughs> Those days are gone too. But anyway, so we're sitting there eating, couldn't reach Matt. All of a sudden, he shows up. On, we, have a, a, we had a window, a big, actually a sliding glass door right by the kitchen and he shows up, he's covered. I'm like, where have you been? He's, he was running through the sewers. And he's just like, he's coming in. We're like, oh no, oh no. I told him, I said, strip, strip, right down. I said, strip, so he's down to his underwear. I got the hose and I just hose that boy down. Mama gets a towel, dries him off. He comes, sits down at the table. Listen, when he showed up on the back porch, he's still my son. <laughs> you don't want to claim him necessarily, but he's, he is still my son. He's just been running in the sewers and, and crawling through the sewers, and he's nasty, and he's got sewer on him, and he's, and he's nasty. But I don't look at him and go, you are not my son. You may not ever come in here again. No, I just got a hose and hosed him down. When we sin, we run through the sewers of life. And we show up at the throne, uh, throne room of God and God says, hang on, hang on, hang on. 
He doesn't say, you're not my son anymore. You're not my child. Get thee away from me. That is not what he says. But when we show up and we've messed up, we say, Father, forgive me. I, man, I've messed up. I've sinned. And he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we can stand before him like we never sinned again. You say, well, Alan, but what if I sin the next day? Then go back to that verse. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. So Jesus, when he's saying, he's praying, he's saying, Lord, forgive us. If you haven't, if you say, well, I, I never have to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> you need to ask for forgiveness for never asking for forgiveness because <laughs> it's all of us, have, all of us have, have messed up. And honestly, if you follow the Lord, there'll be things he shows you in life and you're going to have to go, mm, yeah, I missed it. But here's, here's where it gets sticky. Forgive us, Lord. And by the way, don't, don't base his forgiveness on your feelings. When, once you ask him to forgive you, believe that he's faithful and just to forgive you. That's challenging for those of you who got punished when you messed up. And by punished, I mean if you had parents that wouldn't talk to you or people that made you pay and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, people that made you beg for that. And, and, and listen, if your children, grandchildren, they apologize, just receive their and tell them, I forgive you. But people, who, especially who have been treated like maybe their, maybe their parents wouldn't talk to them for a while. And so a lot of times you're feeling like, did God really forgive me? And so you're always kind of looking like this. Listen, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you. So we base this on his faithfulness, not on your mistake. Does that, does that make sense? And so you're able then to come and say, whether I feel like it or not, Lord, thank you. I am forgiven. So you base it on his forgiveness. Now, here's where it gets, here's where it gets sticky. Forgive us as we forgive. I, I don't know about you. It's easier for me to get forgiveness from God than for me to forgive other people. Don't look so innocent. <laughs> he said, forgive us as we forgive. Now, Jesus talked about it because if you want anything that's going to clog up your spiritual arteries, it's unforgiveness. It is worse than cholesterol. Jesus is talking here in Mark, the 11th chapter, verse 25. He said, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. If you have anything against anyone. Forgiveness is connected to being tenderhearted. I'll give you some more verses on this. Ephesians 4, 32 Again, Paul is writing to the church at Ephesus. He said, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. One of the things you'll notice about forgiveness is it's directly tied in to being tenderhearted. Uh, men, listen to me. Tenderhearted does not mean weak. Tenderhearted, actually, it takes strength to forgive. And being tenderhearted just simply means you're not hard-hearted. Nothing moves you. You're tenderhearted. And you can, you can get, and you want to stay tenderhearted. I'm always glad sometimes when, when I've gotten irritated about people and, and I, I get to the place and something happens or something good happens, and I'm always glad when I can rejoice and not feel anything bad because, okay, that tells me I'm on the right track. I'm being tenderhearted. Tenderhearted, forgiving, and here's, here's the thought. It helps us to keep in mind that we are forgiven people. 
I won't talk about you. Let me just talk about me for a second, see if that helps you. <laughs> when I've been upset at people, one of the things I want to examine is, have I done it myself? I, well, let me just talk about driving, since y'all know how bad I am as a driver. Um, I'm driving the other day, and someone just whipped up on my rear end and rode it. And I usually am the guy who's riding someone else's rear end. And I remember that. I'm like, what? And then I thought to myself, no, I've done that. And, and when, you, when you think like that, it actually can make you more merciful to people. Now, here's the thing. I was, I was complaining to the Lord about someone that I felt like was taking advantage of me. And I'm complaining to the Lord about it and uh, about this person. And uh, the Lord reminded me that I've done the same thing to him. And so I, I think what it, what it causes us to do is before we're so quick to pounce on somebody else, we need to ask, Lord, have I ever done that? It, it'll keep you tenderhearted. I, I'm real merciful now with bad drivers because I've been one. <laughs> you know, people just blow me off the road. I'm like, yeah, I've done that too. <laughs> Y'all looking real innocent, but you're not. <laughs> but the idea is forgiving others even as Christ forgave us. The idea is we're forgiven people. Forgiven people forgive. You want another scripture? Okay. It, it, that, was, that was rhetorical. Okay, forgiveness. <laughs> we forgiveness for an occasion of a complaint. Colossians third chapter, this is again Paul writing to the church. He says, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. It, it, again, I think we don't realize how much forgiveness is a blessing in our life and how much it helps us. The biggest problem is that we think sometimes that if we forgive someone, it means they're off the hook. Lord, if I forgive them, that means they won't get what's coming to them. <laughs> if I'm just saying what you're thinking, I'm just this, 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 this. But, but if we realize if this is something where I, I don't need to carry this around. I don't want to carry this. It's hurting me more than it's hurting them. The people that have hurt you, the people, hey, and listen, it, you know, it's one thing to do something to me. How about when they do something to your loved ones? Yeah, see, huh? We're like, well, oh, it's a different category. Not to the scriptures, it's not. Not to God, it's not. It's not a different category. And I've had horrible things done to my children, and it's not easy to forgive, but it's hurting me more than it's hurting them for me to hang on to it. Do you, do you understand that? We think forgiveness is like, oh, God. We're for Listen, you can ask the Lord to help you in this area and say, Lord, help me, help me, help me do this. Because my feelings a lot of times do not feel like forgiving people. And I'm the pastor of a church. And I don't feel like forgiving some people. I'm the only one here in this entire auditorium who, who feels that way. But, and I know watching online, none of you ever feel that way either. 
I have a bunch of very religious, very sanctified people here in this auditorium tonight. <laughs> They're amazing, I'm not. So just deal with me just for a second. It's still a challenge. And so I have to ask the Lord, help me to do it. Do you know how I know that I've gotten there? That I don't keep thinking about it and I don't talk about it. <laughs> if it's in your mind or in your mouth, you have not forgiven. <laughs> and the test, the acid test is someone brings up that person and you don't tell the story. <laughs> you're, you're like, well, I, Bless them, Lord, bless them, bless them, bless them. You don't tell the story. If, but honestly, if you'll stop talking about it, it helps. Just stop talking about it. If you're talking about it all the time, that, that is not helping. And you just ask the Lord, 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 I, I forgive them. Now, here's another thing. You do not have to call them and let them know you forgave them. <laughs> Please do not do that. Because I'll tell you what's going to happen. You're going to call and say, hey, listen, I just want to let you know I forgive you. And they're going to go, for what? <laughs> and you're going to go, for what? I will tell you for what. <laughs> Do not call them or write them a letter. The nastiest letter I have ever gotten as a pastor was a girl who wrote me to tell me she forgave me. It was scary. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope she's not caring because this letter, this letter was scary about how horrible I was and I was so terrible, but she forgave me, but I did this and this and this, and that's not forgiveness. Don't call them and tell them. <laughs> just, just forgive them. And here's the last one. Just listen to me on this one. Forgiveness is a gift we give. Trust is earned. So here's another thing. People think, do I have to forgive them? They were abusive to my child. Do I have to let them back in my life? Listen, if they're abusive to your child, you forgive them to get that off of your heart. But if they're abusive, don't let them get near your child. Amen. So well, that's not being Christian. No, no, no. Yeah. Being Christian is I forgive you. Being yeah. wise is you come around my child, we're going <laughs> to... Forgiveness is gone. <laughs> I'm going to lay hands on you in Jesus' name. Do you understand? I, I think sometimes people think well, if, I, if I forgive, that means I just become a, I become a, a, a everyone's going to roll over me. Everyone's, no, no. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is getting that off of your heart. Jesus said when you're praying in your prayer life, when you're praying, forgive. You don't want that bothering you. You don't want that clogging up your spiritual arteries. You don't want that bother. You want to get it off. Lord, you've forgiven me. I forgive them. It doesn't mean the relationship is restored. It doesn't mean that the trust is there. It means you have released them of the debt and you let the Lord deal with them. Amen. Forgive us as we forgive. Will you bow your heads for a second? Heavenly Father, thank you for your forgiveness for us. Thank you, Lord. You forgave us our sins. You forgave us a huge debt we could never repay. Thank you for the capacity to forgive those who have hurt. And Lord, I pray right now for people in here. Many of them have been hurt. Many of them have had horrible things that have been done. Father, help them. Let's give them the strength to forgive and to let it go and to be free from it. And Lord, I thank you for your help there in Jesus' name. His heads are bowed and eyes are closed. If you came this evening and said, I don't have a relationship with the Lord, I've never, I've never come to him. I've never asked him to be my Lord and Savior. Or maybe you've done that and you've gotten away from him. Or you're just not sure. We're going to say a prayer. I'm not going to have you come to the front or stand up. But if that's you tonight, you're saying, you know what? 
I, I know I need the Lord's forgiveness in my life, or I know I need to come back to him. Would you pray for me? We'll do that. Would you just acknowledge that, though? Just slip your hand up real quick across this auditorium. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Put your hands down. We're going to pray. If you didn't lift your hand and wanted to, you can still join us in this prayer. We're going to join you as a church family. Pray this with us out loud. Pray it right from your heart. Say, Dear God, I know mankind needs a Savior. I know I can't save myself. Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And God raised you from the dead. Right now, I confess you as my Lord, as my Savior, as the one who forgives me and restores me. Thank you, Jesus. My past is forgiven. I have a relationship with you. I'm a new creation in Christ because I've said yes to you. It's still bowed. Father, thank you for those who prayed that prayer, for those who prayed it online, for those that prayed it in here. Thank you for those who've come to you, for those who've come back to you. Thank you for your forgiveness and your open arm acceptance of us. We appreciate it. It is so precious. We give you all the praise for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message has blessed you. Don't forget to check us out on all the social platforms. We're uploading encouraging content on a regular basis. For more information, go to thearcchurch.com. Have a great week.